0: Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, by my good friends and partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Uh, Boys, sad news. Sad news uh, earnestly for a minute in the the world of Christian publishing in that uh, Rachel Held Evans passed away uh, this last Saturday, May 4th, um, last Saturday for us as we record. And um, I, I think it's not a stretch to say that this hit, this hit all three of us kind of hard, and and probably harder than we anticipated that it might. Um, and yeah, I just want us to talk about that for a little bit. Um, we, th- this podcast is definitely an entertainment vehicle first and foremost, and and we've had a lot of fun, really, not even with her or with her ideas over the years, just with the the kind of um, the legend of her internet battles with trogues. But um, but yeah, this was a sad one. You know, it was a it was a sad one. I think for. Just those of us who are in Christian publishing, and and those of us who are parents and and younger, and you know, it just makes you think about a lot of things. And I think for me, um, it, it was odd in that Rachel Held Evans was never more human to me than she was in in death. In the sense that I think in 2019, you get so used to dealing with people as just sort of disembodied internet personas, and you know, it, it's it can be a stretch to think of that persona as a, as an actual person with kids and a husband and a life. And, um, yeah, it just, uh, it just kind of hit really hard on that level. And, um, I I don't know, you know, it made me think a lot of things about reading and writing in 2019 and, and, um, I don't know the kind of work maybe that I want to do moving forward, but I'm, I'm curious to hear you guys speak into this a little bit and, um, what your thoughts were about it. So, uh, Big R, you you actually shared this news with Piper and I on Saturday. What uh, what were your thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, I think I mean I think it was well said. What you just laid out, you know, I, again, you know, I never had any, um, I never had a face to face conversation with Rachel. And then um, you know you get this news, and then you get some of you know you get the closing statement from her husband Dan, um, and then you you know you consider her two young babies. And the whole thing just the whole thing feels very real at that point. And you start considering, um, you know, our tribe and some of the back and forth conversations and discussions and disagreements that had happened throughout the years. And it really kind of brings back, I think, to mind and to heart things that are um, actually important when all of the the back and forth kind of fades into the background, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, we're people. um, We can have disagreements you know, we can struggle with various aspects of our faith. And um, but, man, we're we're still here as people who are, um, you know, deeply impacted by life and death and things that really actually unify us and draw us together at the end of the day. And I think it just anytime someone dies unexpectedly and suddenly, it just brings those things to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really sobering. So I think for us, you know, we had a very um, comedic sign off for her. All of these years, and I think it brings a level of sobriety um, not not to not in the sense that we can't have comedic sign offs because we still will, but just in terms of what really matters, which is you know life, death, flesh, and blood, and families that now have to exist uh, in a in a very you know in a very real different life changing uh, future you know
0: yeah that's right, yeah, I think I, I what what you said was so good, and i'm I'm reminded that It's weird in 2019 in the world that we live in now, like reading, read, just reading in general is like an invitation to agree or disagree really loudly. Mm -hmm. And I think the three of us all grew up in an era where reading wasn't necessarily an invitation to that. Like reading for me was all about escaping into a story that I loved and, or a, a world that I wanted to inhabit for a little while. And, and, you know, it's been hard for me to get used to this kind of modern marketplace where reading really is just an invitation to, to, to really love something or hate it. But, um, you know, I think she, she existed really well in that space and in a way she was, she was the perfect writer for a 2019 kind of marketplace and, Hmm. um, you know, both sides of the aisle, if you will, really, I think benefited from that. Um, pipe, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? I think the, I mean, I, I agree
2: with what both you guys said, both from a sort of who she was as a public figure and then just Ronnie's comments on the, the weight of it, it landed heavy. Um, yeah, I think the thing that struck me most was thinking about what it means to, to be, you know, f- friends or enemies or on opposite sides of an aisle from somebody. Cause I kept, I kept seeing people like when she was, when the news came out that she was hospitalized, there was a lot of, you know, sort of the caveat comments you know she and i have always disagreed but we should pray for her as if those things have anything in common with one another yeah and i never had a negative interaction with her you know we every time we interacted it was up pretty much all online but it was always friendly or funny or cordial I never had a sense of animosity towards her at all and um it just it it really made me think about the nature of online interactions and how much they can dehumanize and cheapen people. Um, Because even if I had had negative interactions with her, it wouldn't have changed anything about her value as a person and her, her dignity and her, you know, just if, if, if I was the one who was trolling it, that that's my dignity. That's at stake, not hers. And so there was a, that, that hit a lot just thinking about the, the family, her husband and kids, um, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine what what they feel right now and what they're facing right now. I mean I hope they also feel supported and loved by the outpouring of of people who who care for them. And then I think the last thing was just watching the responses of people who appreciated her so much. People who our camp really struggle to connect with in a loving, mm. gracious way. So people mm-hmm. who are pretty marginalized – um, whether that's because of sexual orientation or um, people of different races or different thing, you know, just those who white reformed evangelicals struggle to connect with. She did. And, and they miss her. And they, they, there was just a profound outpouring from, from people who, who are in different camps than us. And that, that was really loud to me. Um, and just, I think it's a thing to consider in terms of what, I don't know what we could do different. What, how we could be different. What are the, what are the things, the ingredients that we are missing, um, to connect with those who, who we might write off
0: or just sort of ignore pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess besides just deciding to disagree with all the theology in our camp. I mean, yeah, there's, there's gotta be a different way, right? I mean, right. I mean, it's, it, 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 it connects
2: with what Ronnie said, but I mean, Theology doesn't define a person in one sense. Yeah, you know, there, there's the quote that nothing is more important about you than what you think about God, and that's true. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, theology does define us. Yeah, but your systematic theology, your your theological definitions, your your theological you know education are not the defining characteristics of what it means to be in the image of God. I don't think. And so, but our camp is much more comfortable. Dehumanizing and theologizing than we are fully humanizing and wading in some murky waters theologically, and there's a risk in that for sure. But also, look at the impact that it can have if you're willing to, you know, if you're if you're willing to go those miles that we don't tend to go.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, and to be fair, I I don't know that the other side was great at fully humanizing either when it came to to our camp. I I, I just think fully humanizing is the it's the most challenging thing to do right it requires mm-hmm. the most work and it's probably the it, it's probably not as good for business i mean for lack of a better term at the end of the day like um you know it's better for our industry to stand on one side of it and yell and scream and just sell books to people in our tribe um but yeah my my hope would be that um you know i th- i think the most dignified thing to do you use the word dignity before i think it's a great one is to yeah to try to find a way to you know to humanize ourselves and others but but so much of the activity we do in this business seems to be dehumanizing so and, and um i yeah
2: i'm i'm almost i almost regret what i what i said a moment ago because cuz i cuz i made it about sides by accident yeah. and yeah. i don't when somebody passes away, the sides kind of cease to matter. Oh, totally. Um, and, and I think that's the reaction that all three of us had. Right. Yeah, I mean it 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 there have been some horrible things written since her passing about that that are very, very leaning into the sides. Yeah. And you're right, both sides get it wrong. Um but it so my my comments had more to do with the more of the self evaluation of in this place that I am theologically you know ecumenically et cetera, what can I learn from somebody like her in the things that she does better than I do yeah hmm.
0: yeah I think that's that's wise and that's good and and so the 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 challenging thing in this moment boys do, do you guys have anything more to add on this um i don't want to cut anybody off big R are you good? Yeah, absolutely. I I really like I really like how you guys have
1: uh, articulated the uh, the emotion as well as some of the potential, you know, things that we can really take away and learn moving forward um, in terms of what um, what it means to uh, what it it means to actually, you know, develop, you know, I think uh, a good way of interacting, communicating, disagreeing. And I think humanizing is a great word. You know, so I think that's something that hopefully we've all learned from that a little bit more because this thing has brought surface some things to, you know, in in all of our hearts that you just kind of shake your head and you go, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to the way things used to be in terms of interactions and communications. And we know they will, you know, that's inevitable because we're talking about human beings who dehumanize things in general. But um, I, I like that it. I like that this, uh, this stands as a particular moment now, I think that we will be able to look back on, um, as, and maybe add some, some good godly caution to how we, how we move forward.
0: Yeah, that's good. And, and boys, the challenge right now, radio wise is how we move forward because we have a, we have a show that's largely just for entertainment, right? We have a show that the, the, the three of us have done for years because we enjoy it and we enjoy um, connecting together and laughing together and, and working through some of these topics together. And, um, you know, part of moving forward for us, baby, is me asking you how how many days until you have to to go to a, an unhappier place and go home? How, how many more days in the in the resort, baby? What are we looking Yeah, at? I mean, it's,
1: it's getting it's getting tight now. I think we've got oh, that. Yeah, it's oh, tough. I'm so Sorry. I think we've gotten oh. to the, uh, the the eighteen day mark now. You, so it's
0: eighteen days you've been down there, or eighteen days until you go back home. I think eighteen until we go back.
2: You're like home. twelve days away from being a legal
1: resident.
0: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Is anyone in Ashland going to still know you when you go back home? Are you going to have to wear a name tag to your own church? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna incorporate name tags into the That's substance, uh, you know, the yeah. uniform. Yeah, maybe just a little overhead, a little slideshow. This is who we are. You know, it's it's so good to be here. Maybe if
1: we only had screens, I'd be happy to do that. You, but, you should know, do here. a
2: missionary
0: slideshow. You should. This is our resort. Fe- feed this my starving They're Showing me like in the yeah. jungles, the jungles of Florida. And and instead of going up there wearing like a like a robe like a you know, some, some garment from, uh, from across the way, you can go up just wearing like shorts and, and flip flops yeah, like and, and a beach. tank top. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. I want to tell you about our trip. I look everybody. like one of the
1: Irwins, right. I'll, I'll come up there, I'll wear my hat and all my, you know, my khakis. I
0: realize we've been gone for two and a half months, but I just want to walk you through what we've been doing. I'm Ronnie um, Irwin. Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie. So you're, you're heading back home in 18 days. How, how long have you been away? Um, uh, it's been a couple weeks. Okay. So you're kind of midpoint, but you're already starting to feel the, the squeeze of having to, you know, having to go back and preach a sermon in three and a half weeks. Yeah, that's rough. Um, That's hard, baby. Well, you know what? Hang in there. Um, we'll, we'll do some radio together and hopefully that'll take your mind off of it. I am Uh,
1: speaking at a conference my
0: first weekend back too. So it's, uh, there's a lot. (laughs) Of course you are. There's a lot. Oh man. So your flock can look forward to like hearing from you in a month and a half. That's good. No, 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 no. I'm still preaching that needles. Sunday, but <laughs> bins, bins and needles there in uh, there in Ashland. Um, Piper, as Ron goes about the business of of, uh, of resting and unplugging, we uh, we need to go about the business of uh, of plugging something else, and that is uh, a book from a sponsor. Uh, because this is a business venture that we're that we're a part of here, so uh, Piper, the king of the promo read, the Michael Jordan of the promo read, you have one for us. I do. Our sponsor this week and in coming weeks
2: is uh, Tyndale Publishers and Nav Press, and the book is Down to Earth: How Jesus Stories Can Change Your Everyday Life. Uh, it's written by a pastor named Tom Hughes. Um, we looked up Tom Hughes, and we were trying to decide if Tom Hughes, based on the name, was a kindly middle-aged man or an attractive young British actor. And uh, <laughs> turns out he's not an attractive young British actor. He is the other one. So the book is yeah. about the parables of Jesus, though, and it basically explores the parables, parables of Jesus, what, stories that many of us are very familiar with, but attaching them to life. So prayer life, spiritual life, um, stewardship, anxiety, those kinds of things. So real everyday problems, because that, the, the, the title is Down to Earth. The idea is that Jesus used very down to earth examples to connect the gospel in real life ways. Um, so this is available now. So if you go to Amazon or Christian Book Distributors or Lifeway.com or wherever you buy books, uh, you can order Down to Earth by Tom Hughes there. There's also a website where you can learn more. It is downtoearthbook.com.
0: And uh, go check that out. Well, there we go. There, There is a promo for a book that you could read. Uh, indeed. If you were so inclined. Nice, nice work, Piper. Nice work, it's, Piper. It's, yeah, it's been a few weeks, a few it weeks since we've gosh. sold anything on the program. You know, promos and, uh, are not like riding bikes. They, well, they uh, are when you do them, though. I yeah, mean, you make for it sure. Sound so well, effortless. You
2: guys are yeah. you're very gracious. It feels much more like shooting a basketball after not having done so in three years or something. It's like, I feel <laughs> like I should know what to do, but it just doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, the bike analogy worked better for me. <laughs>
0: I hope you've been out in the driveway. You've watched more people
2: ride there. bikes than you
0: have watched people <laughs> shoot hoops, running? Pretty much, Ronald. What's the most physical thing you've done on your on your vacation? Have you ridden a bike, or do you do you, do you make the like? The little ascent to like, oh, we're gonna work out on vacation. We're oh do- gosh,
1: no, I'm not one of those guys. I despise those guys. No, we walk. That's the that's the most exercise we've done. Dude,
0: we've no, I, I bet Sojourn has got some yoked up like testosterone pill CrossFitters in the in the fold. Oh,
1: dude, 100. And this is what was so crazy, man, is that on the retreat, like half of those guys, like they're still
0: CrossFitting. Like oh, sure they are. Dude, they're out on the beach in the morning, like flipping yeah. tires around and pushing. Totally, them. man. They're like yeah. up,
1: like five, they're literally like up at 5 a.m. because they found this one CrossFit gym like yeah. five miles up the road. And they all like get together and like go there. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you
0: doing? Dude, they're they're it's getting It's so away, offensive man. to me. It's they're recharging. It's, this is it's how they so to relax.
1: offensive to me. Exercise on vacation is so offensive to me.
0: Dude, they're flipping somebody else's tires instead of the tires at their at their home. It's exciting. It's it's offensive,
1: morally offensive,
2: like smelling. What what kind of offensive are we talking about?
0: It's just offensive
1: because it's not what you should be doing. I mean, it's like the opposite of like retreating, recuperation. They're just they're oh. continuing the grind and not Dude, offended. now
0: Piper, we're getting into content now. This is why Ron <laughs> needs to write his. His Christian rest book so yeah I don't so actually what, agree with Ron on this one I think he's wrong I mean I think CrossFitters are insane but well I think they're obnoxious people of course they're kind of the worst but um, <laughs> they need to stop but, CrossFitting in any context for all of our sakes
2: but
1: uh, are, are, but we're disagreeing I, guys we explain are, that explain to me why we're, we're dis- disagreeing
2: because uh, for many people working out it's it's like a it's like a mental relaxation thing like it's like drinking coffee in the morning to kind of enjoy your morning or, you know, having that cocktail in the evening or whatever. Like working out has the way same to deal sort with of mental stress. effect. What's that?
0: It's a way to deal with the stress, right? Right. I mean, a, or just a...
2: you feel better. So, it like, gets you off yeah. on the right foot for the day. So, it would be the grind for you to do it on vacation do you, because you don't do it in any other context either. So, it would be adding misery to your vacation. But for some people, it's like, I don't know. It's just. It's their happy drug, which is yeah, kind a, of insane. But also, I would say that yeah. I
1: would say that's true, and except it's just not true at all. So
2: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> now Ron, is this an agree of, to, to of, disagree, which we don't really need <laughs> to do, but we maybe we just say it because that's the line. Dude, I would say
1: this? that strikes me as true if it wasn't so false. But yeah, go on, Big T.
0: Think of this segment as like content for your book. Now I want you to I want you to walk Piper and I through like what's Chris. an average day of, of Ron's vacation look like. So this is this is resting. Resting, Ronnie. So this this is content for your book. Um, lay it on us, man. What's what's that ideal day look like?
1: Okay, so like I start with coffee for about an hour in the morning. Do a little uh, devotional stuff. About like seven thirty, me and Big M do like a long like hour walk on the beach. We work up a sweat, so it's kind of like working out. Pipe. I guess I I guess I see where you're going with that a little bit. Um, yeah, come back, do a little break um big m usually heads out to the beach um i continue working on my christmas novel
0: mm. and
1: then uh at some point we uh we we come together i hit i hit the uh i hit the sand i grab one of my fiction books again thank you pipe and i just finished a man called ove uh and uh, oh, we just kind of continue. called uva but that's fine Oh okay yeah o- ove is more american for me and then uh we uh <laughs>
0: uh, you know more american for me it's more it's more ohio that's that's your truth
1: that's your truth and uh right this is my truth tell me yours and uh ohio ohio and then uh yeah man we just kind of continue on with the day grab a bite end up taking a long walk again that night as the sun's dipping down so it's it's pretty cash and then i watch uh another episode of when calls the heart on netflix uh sometime at night before
0: bed so what a day man suffering for jesus this is taxing it's rough it's so rough it's so rough well baby See, maybe that, it w- that sounds stressful to me oh it that, does that day sounds what? stressful to me lean into that piper what's what
1: are you just saying now because you're mad right? at my working out comment pipe Why no i'm saying? not mad uh i i
2: get antsy if i sit around too much i have to yeah. do more things yeah really because i feel
1: like i just laid out a lot of doing man. no you what laid you out
2: doing? you you laid out a lot of sitting still with oh. two walks involved the eating part, I'm totally down with. I like the walking is nice, um, but they're just I feel like there has to be some mixed in. May, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe there's just like excess energy to burn off or something like that. But I Hi, get when really. When am I supposed answered. to read my fiction novels? How, <laughs> dude, I'm I do gonna... know. Again, my truth, Ron. You don't get to argue with my truth. That's not how this works. Um, oh no, I do
1: argue with everybody's truth. But how, but you're a big <laughs> fiction reader. How do you get in the reading time? Is what I'm asking. Uh,
2: audiobooks. Oh, uh, you're the While audiobook.
1: taking long walks. Okay. I don't it's a that. two for one.
2: It's
0: doubly <laughs> effective. Yeah, I, don't,
1: I don't believe in audiobooks,
0: but go on. Wow. Well, and I know who's not writing the forward for Ron's, like, <laughs> earth shattering evangelical tome on rest. It's not going to be one Barnabas Piper. But, uh, baby, who, who would be your ideal forward guy for the rest book? Oh, dude. Um, who else is doing this? Who else is resting at your level? Maybe Pipe, nobody in the Pipe, world.
1: Who's writing the rest stuff right now? I feel like that's all anybody talks about. Is anybody writing about it? Oh, let's see. Pipe, the guy who works at Lifeway. I mean, can you help us help a couple of gentlemen okay. out here?
2: I feel like there's a lot of sabbath writers out there but not a lot of people who are like no literally do nothing for a month and a half. Um I haven't I have run across the theology Take of a sabbath, sitting on your back sabbath
0: I mean 2 months. That's
1: right. Certainly <laughs> certainly we haven't come upon something that like has to be written about that hasn't been written about. That's literally you impossible. No,
0: maybe we have. That's what I've been saying for like a year and a half on this for you. This is the this is the fertile market. You need to put down that Christmas novel that you're messing around with and you you yeah, got to Dude, you got to jump right into this evangelical rest thing. Can we come you up are, with an acronym for R-E-S-T? I mean, can we Can we do it? I mean. Um, S will be stewardship, and that means getting sojourn to pay for your trips. E can be uh, evangelical. Yeah. Um, so we got evangelical stewardship, so we need an R and a T Re- that sort no, no, of makes sense. A, reclaiming evangelical stewardship of time. Rest. Dude, that Boom! is so big. Reclaiming evangelical stewardship. Maybe you need to write
1: that one. I mean, why, why are we talking about me? I think you're the one. Baby, you're the one who the does this
0: all, all the time. You're the one that spends like a third of his year doing this. You need to write it. This is your thing.
1: All right, I'll give you. I'll give you cred for the acronym. How about that? Give me cred. Give, yeah, just give me, give I, I know a how this.
2: Piece of the so here's the thing. You both need to write it because Ted, you need to take. You need to do like the the accompanying journalist routine on this one, where you go. You go with Ronnie for parson of this. So you're writing this as an observational thing. You are the outsider on how the expert does this. And uh, yeah, Ronnie's doing I, I it in do. sort of the the Zen uh the Zen restful reclaiming of I've evangelical stewardship of
1: time. But Pipe, he's so bad at rest, he he won't be around long enough to even see how I'm doing rest because
0: he just needs yeah. to get up and like stir. I'll only have, like, a day and a half there. He'll be at the CrossFit up.
1: gym with my boys from Sojourn every morning. You know, yeah, doing but no, a day and
0: a half to watch the Michael Jordan of rest do his thing <laughs> or, or not do his thing, as it were. Um, yeah, this is going to be hot, man. If I uh, get
1: stir-crazy too, man, I'll, I'm not going to lie, man. I get a little stir-crazy sometimes. It's rough.
0: It's yeah, rough. day 18 of the retreat. I yeah. mean, it, you start to just kind of question something. He's like, yeah. I need to go do this somewhere else. This uh, place I gotta be is a, tiresome. I got to go have a brunch at 1030.
1: Ugh. Uh, well i mean i have been meeting with dudes i've been meeting with pastors and stuff so there you go
0: you know it's all good yeah meeting with pastors talking talking through some feelings i mean it's it's work of us talking through my christmas novel getting a little inspiration you know absolutely so are these guys all gone from their churches at the same time so essentially sojourn has has closed its doors for a month and a half well dude it's four days the retreat's
1: four days so it's like it's nothing all right no big deal
0: yeah everybody's
1: surviving yeah Yeah, yeah. You just all decided right, to do like
2: eleven retreats in a row.
1: I just did one retreat on the heels of that retreat, and then since we were out here, we decided to have our
0: vacation. That's all. We, that's all we're doing. Piper, so, can it. I can I run an You're industry big. thing by you, <laughs> vis-a-vis VR boy here? Because I I think this might be the elegant solution. It's no big deal. Um, Hit me, Piper. What about a study Bible on rest? Um, there are all these study ah. Bibles, all these options. I mean, myriad, myriad options. There's no ends. The, I feel like the Sabbath to, study Bible. Yes. We need to finagle Ronnie into the rest oriented study Bible. There, I'd there would
1: be to do a Sabbath study Bible. Of course the you would.
0: There, there'd there be some pockets for like your boarding passes and like little, little tchotchkes <laughs> that you accumulate. Like uh, there'd be a lanyard section. Like every could, six verses, it just says
2: like pause and stare at Selah. the beach, you know, it's look the, at, yeah, look it's at the, a sunset. It's
1: the Selah study Bible.
0: Yeah. It's called Selah. And, and yeah, like most of it is gone except for the word Selah. But, uh, yeah, plenty of, plenty of places to journal. Plenty of places for like food photos. The um, whole thing's just blank. It's just all blank. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's a scrapbook. There's, there's no text. There's no content. It's called yeah. a journal. It's like social media that you only do for yourself. It is a it's study Bible without Bible. the study or the Bible. Correct. Exactly. Perfect. I think we yeah. get Ron to provide some commentary. You know, like he can pull out these kind of rest-oriented passages of Scripture and and do a little commentary. This this is the. This is the marketplace. So you guys know more about these like um, this explosion of the study Bible industry than I do. What are what are what are some of the wackier ones that you guys have run across?
1: Oh, man, the one my pipe. You tell me, but man, my favorite one that came out, I think last year, it was this one, man. The archaeology. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's been out for a minute. They just re-released it.
1: Oh, dude, I saw that. I'm like, you're you're like, you're joking. I mean, like when is like the baking study Bible like going to come out, right? Let's like, do it. They, they
0: baked a lot in, in the Bible.
2: Yeah, it's just got like 44 recipes for unleavened bread.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, oh, dude, that's bad. Um, but yeah, but that,
1: that one got me, man. The arc of, well, And then the Illustrated Study Bible, I thought. I mean, I actually thought that was cool, but I was like, really? Like the Illustrated Study Bible, you know?
2: Yeah, there's the. I mean, so here's the thing individually, some of these are great ideas. Like you have your yeah. classic study Bibles, you know, there's for forever, there's been the Zondervan study Bible, there's the ESV study Bible, there's the CSV study Bible. These are more to just like help you understand the text notes. Those are, those are helpful. You get some of the thematic ones that can be helpful or like individual. So I, I love the Spurgeon study Bible. Yeah, it's I not like really one, a study too. Bible. It's more like a devotional Bible though. Cause it's more like sermonic reflections on different passages. Um, but yeah, then there's like. There's the Duck Commander Bible from back when, uh, what, Duck Dynasty was a big deal. No, did
1: they really have that plant? Oh, did they? I
2: think they did have that. Dude, that's
1: insane. I had no idea. There are
2: Bibles for golfers.
1: There are Bibles for fishermen.
2: There are Bibles for outdoorsmen because that's different than fishermen. Outdoorsmen (laughs) like to shoot things, apparently, but they couldn't call it the Hunter's Bible because that's aggressive. Um, Uh, And then you have, like, the Ancient Faith Study Bible, and you have the what is the one that crossway it's like the gospel for life study bible and then there's the g my favorite favorite is the one it's the niv one and it's just the jesus bible okay because the other (laughs) ones are not about jesus apparently in case you want you know we get in case you get confused yeah it's a uh it when you mix commerce and spirituality you get some really weird products that's yeah. true man. and some really hackneyed decisions on which products to put out as well yeah it's uh it's it's kind of a mess out there um when it just kind so, of makes it kind of makes me wonder did nobody in the room raise their hand and go really guys the, yeah. the duck commander bible yeah i mean that's a big paycheck but the duck commander bible for real
0: Dude, when did that thing jump the shark, the whole Duck Dynasty thing? Is that over? Is it like oh, officially yeah. over at this point? I mean,
2: I'm sure there's still people who think Uncle Si is awesome, but uh, it's gone. Interesting.
0: So yeah. I, I really am shocked that there's no like rest-oriented study bubble. Um, that's, that's pretty crazy. Now, how does I'm one... I'm looking
1: this up. I don't... They, yeah. yeah there has to be... Because it would be a little be. more poetic in nature. There has to be something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. There must be. Dude, would it have travel tips in it? <laughs> like how to get to the gate on time and like, like you know how to I don't know find the best deals on flights. Right. I, I feel like there's needs to be some practicality and I have a couple of
1: pages on like Expedia.com and my experience with that and Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. What? We got to get the people. I
2: don't see any. I see Ooh, some wow. Bible studies
1: on rest. Man. I know, but man, you know, we you got to get a theologian to write a study Bible. nobody nobody's, nobody's going to give me a study Bible. You know, it's just not. Gonna Are you to Charles me. Ryrie
0: says no, <laughs> baby. I'm thinking a quick book, uh, you know, thirty thousand words. Man, you you could you could write that in your sleep, right? Um, little a little tome on rest, and uh, you know, it's an evergreen topic. It'll never go away. This this it's thing, true. it makes all the sense in the world to me. Um. I feel like I just feel like we haven't I feel like there has to be like 14 books on rest that I'm just not
1: thinking about right now. Oh, there are know? tons
2: of things on rest, but they're like first of all, they're all aimed at women, because dudes don't need to rest, apparently. And second of all, they're mostly Bible studies. Yeah, that's true. Or like it's... Or, or four week studies or whatever. Because an eight week study would not be restful. Four weeks is restful. Um and yeah, so they're they're out there. I know that there's there's a lot of there's a lot of books that lean into simplifying and things like that, and that those are rest-ish, but still not like really. This is about leisure. We're just calling it rest because we're that's calling more, it rest because that's, that's
0: spiritual. palatable. Yeah, yeah. But it really, it's a book about vacations and leisure. Um, yeah, with a with a spiritual veneer, which is exactly so the kind of book that sells really. really what well. you're
2: writing, Ronnie, is the four hour work week, but just just totally. church it up a
1: little bit. Totally, I'm going to church Absolutely. it up, baby. What's he the acronym? Tim Ferris, two in peas phone.
0: in a pod. Uh, uh, reclaiming evangelical stewardship of time, rest.
1: That is so epic, man! Literally, that, that's the golden.
0: Yeah, I, I I appreciate that. How baby? many
1: publishers right now are listening to this podcast, just thinking, man, I I can't get to this quick enough. I can't write that email off quick, and I can't send that thing uh, off.
0: I mean, our agent's phone is going to be ringing off the hook with the offers. So, I mean, that's I really, cool. our our lives are going to change forever because of this so i hope you'll be hope able to rest more, more that. maybe we're gonna have to work a little bit though i mean we're gonna have to go nose to the grindstone for a little bit and get that maybe we Could you, get you be my ghostwriter for this so i can rest while i'm writing my rest book? <laughs> yeah exactly i can do all the work and and you know you'll you'll get all the money that's that's typically how those things work that's how rest works yeah that's how rest works that's right get someone else to do all the work so that you can you can have leisure and and uh, so that you can I'm plan sure. Quote unquote planning has to be a huge part. Uh, of that, right? Planning is at least three of the chapters. Planning, vision casting. This is how we like. This is how we sort of um, spiritualize the rest. You know, we're just doing some, just casting a big picture. You know, we're just dreaming a little bit, just planning. Why are um, visions always cast? Why is
1: that the verb? I don't know because it's like, I feel like a fisherman was the guy that came up with that
0: concept.
2: Yeah, that that just sounds like the the weirdest mixing of of metaphor like why don't you formulate a vision or generate a vision or so produce like a vision, vision
1: out, or out into the black water of the ocean and yeah, having like it just casting, sink forever casting
0: a I feel vision like, sounds very much like you're throwing it out there and hoping it works kind of like, I feel fishing. like people who have actual good ideas never call it vision casting i feel like it's only ridiculous guys with stupid delusions of grandeur that call of vision thought casting. leaders, the word vision casting
2: thought leaders yeah people yeah. who have failed at a previous either ministry or business <laughs> venture
1: yeah. No, the thing about vision casting is like well, that's the beauty of it you only you don't even have to cast a vision you just have to say vision casting it's like oh right you never <laughs> have See, to actually
2: Ron, you're the michael
0: friggin jordan of this stuff yeah like, you know I, all I, the shortcuts I, it's like breathing for him yeah. yeah i mean he's not even trying right now he's not and even breathing. he will never s- try never ever will he try that's the exactly. What do you mean try? no trying?
1: What does that even mean? I don't yeah, get it. I
0: don't even know. I don't even have a category for trying. No, I mean I don't even know what you mean saying I don't try. What does that mean? Are you saying he hasn't thought about it, Piper? Or are you saying this just comes naturally to him in a way you know,
2: that there's just I think uh I think the Michael fact, Jordan of leisure is born not, not made.
0: Yeah, all right. Ron, are you uncomfortable with that phrase guru though? Because we need to we need to have this have this out so Dude, to speak. No, I'm not
1: I'm not even uncomfortable with it. I just I yeah. just I, I like wish I was the guru of rest. I'm not.
0: How how are you not the guru of rest? I mean you're I don't living ha- the I don't lifestyle of that. I don't have the book. Yeah. Well you know? gotta have the book. I right. Mean, That's what I'm saying. It's the last hurdle. We're gonna we're gonna get over this mountain and uh and then you're I mean, gonna have I don't a-
1: know, Pipe. Is B and H gonna give me the, the deal for for rest? Uh, which is say the acronym again, baby.
0: <laughs> reclaiming evangelical stewardship of time.
1: <laughs> rest. It's so catchy that I can't remember it even though you said it 19 times.
0: Baby, I could see that on a t-shirt. That's going on a throw pillow. I mean, the ancillary products are just going to be see, through Oh, the ancillary this, like this
1: products that go along
0: with yeah. it? Yeah.
2: This doesn't strike me as a B&H title. I think you need to hit up your boy Marky Mark and go to Charisma
0: House with this one. Uh, oh. Okay. It nah. does sound a little... Okay. Anymore. It sounds a I little would, Charisma housey. We just uh, turned into a big joke. I don't have no, a career. No, baby, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. Oh,
2: yeah. Did you think I was kidding? I was completely 100% <laughs> serious.
0: How much would it take to get you to do a book with Charisma House? Um, just Charisma House saying, would you do a book for us? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, you, you should see the number of labels I've recorded for. It's just not that big of a deal. You know. That's true. Any Anybody with with money that we'll spend. So Piper, just by way of, uh, of a, of a last topic here, how, how big, okay. So how big would Ron's book on rest have to get, um, before he gets an invitation to the Met Gala? Um, the Met Gala just happened. This is a fashion show for celebrities. You've got to be, you got to really be popping at a certain level celebrity wise to get a Mm -hmm. Met Gala invitation. Um,
2: I don't know necessarily that it's how big as much as like, So, like, if it's an Oprah book club book, sure, you're probably there. Uh, And this one has strong potential for that. I could see Oprah loving the idea of not doing things. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think the other thing is, like, imagine if the right celebrity got their hands on it. So the question is, what celebrity endorsement
0: gets Ron to the Met Gala? Who has Mm. to champion this thing in order for Ronald to get to the Met Gala? Um, I mean, is it Lady Gaga? Is she she the right one? Dude, so yeah, let's say Gogs picks this up and she goes, I'm tired of making records and movies and just super high end things that sell really well. I need to I got to get away and unplug for a couple weeks. I need somebody to tell me how to do that. She picks the book up. Uh, it blows her mind. And then her people reach out to Ron and say, what would you you know, we, we want you and Melissa to come to the Met Gala. Um, would you go, baby? I mean, is that even a
1: quest? Baby, of course I would go. I mean, it wouldn't even, that's not even a question. I, I feel like I'm already there.
0: What if it conflicted with a conference? What? Oh, I would just oh. find a way to be able to do both. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I'd say, guys, I have to speak on Friday
1: night because I got the gala on Saturday. Is that cool? I got to
0: find like a little sojourn church to speak in near Manhattan. So, Maybe like, if I'm, I'm getting invited
1: to the Met Gala, that means like the conference guy is going to work with me.
0: Dude, but as, gotta... as a Christian, though, it's all about justifying the trip, right? So. Like, you've got to attach a little bit of ministry to that Met Gala trip so that your Denom will pick up the tab. Um, so, yeah, you have to pop into a little church, do a little sesh. Um, that way the whole thing gets written off. Yeah, you know, no, the way, win- he, the way he does it is he just gets like a custom
2: tux and it's got like John 316 sewn into the pinstripes. Nice. And then then you're a witness.
0: So can you, can you tell us like you are not one of those
1: kind of churches?
0: Come on. Could you could you tell us for sure what the Met Gala is? Because I feel like I'm <laughs> even though I've been talking about it for ten minutes, I don't actually know what it is, maybe. It what is, is a, it up? so it is a it is basically a party
2: for the Uber famous rich and elite at, at the Met um in New York. And it is the entire thing centers around the red carpet. Yeah and so it has it's basically a fashion show for famous people and it has become have you have you watched the hunger games movies oh yeah, yeah. you know the scenes you know like where yeah. the 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 what are they the victors or the competitors are like paraded and there's just all these outlandish costumes and there's dresses on fire and different things like that that's the met gala except it's people you know of you know so it's like tom cruise wearing a dress that's on fire or something like that i mean it's it is the pictures look alien. Like George yeah. Lucas would roll his eyes and go, that's not real. Um, so and, and it's it is it is just a self aggrandizing. Look at us. We're famous and can wear outlandish things event.
1: It's perfect. Dude, I didn't run. know that's what it was. So it's so it's literally like it's literally like like a list Hollywood celebs that are just they're like walking like they're do, they're doing like a runway show. Well, no. I mean, they're just
2: walking the red carpet into the thing, which I'm sure they sip champagne and talk to agents and suck up to each other and and you know admire art and stuff. But and they probably there's probably a charitable cause where they spent 11 billion dollars on this dress and cut a check for five thousand dollars to a charity or something like that. But so kind of like
1: together for the gospel.
2: Exactly like together for the gospel. I can see no differences at all.
0: Interesting. Is there a red carpet like? Moment at together for the gospel. Is there like a moment where everybody's kind of filtering in and pictures are are getting taken? And um, what like what's the closest thing we have in the in Reformed them to that that kind of moment? Man, that would be amazing. It would, wouldn't it? This needs to be a thing. If it's not already, maybe it is. I mean, it's it's it, well.
1: It's kind of called the Dove Awards in some ways, but it's not. That's not really. Oh, that's yeah, not really that's, it's that's,
2: not. That's that's not remotely reformed but it is. No, it's not. It's, it's, not. A, it's Christian red carpety for
1: sure. It's churchy. It's churchy. Yep.
0: Dude, do Christians ever get invited to these uh, Met Gallas? I mean, like well, like, uh, like I bet Chris kidding? Pratt and Bono do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, that's and Lauren Daigle now. So there you go. Yeah. Dude, who's Lauren Daigle? She's, I don't even know who that she's is. She's the hippie Adele.
0: Oh, interesting. She's a Christian. Yeah, she's kind of she's
1: kind of the latest uh, you know, Christian crossover into the mainstream wow. kind of singer that everybody's having problems with right now. She's so. a Nash- nice. Yeah. Christian I mean, is. what are what are the, the problems in the way that
2: every
0: Christian musician is? Yeah. Oh, I don't know So What's that noise? Are you like like icing your knees in a cold tub? Ron, <laughs> what is that? Seriously, it's like, it
2: sounds like you're using ice trays and dumping them into the bucket. <laughs>
1: Exactly. It might be ice trays.
0: It might be my wife doing ice trays right now, boys. Oh, nice. Yeah, gotta, gotta have uh, gotta have cold beverages when you're out on the beach reading fiction. Correct. Still work to be done on vacation. It's not all fun.
1: Oh, correct. Correct. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, while I write my book, ice trays are again? a
2: lot like working out, Ron. Be careful with that. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's why my wife does. not what's the acronym again? One more time, baby, just for catch.
0: Reclaiming evangelical stewardship of time. <laughs>
1: so catchy that you're the only guy that continues to remember what it is for well, some reason.
0: Baby, it's because it's going to make us
2: rich. Dude, okay? nothing, nothing so. says Christian acronym like 44 syllables. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. complexify that thing right up. I, I might just use that teacher. for like a sermon. I mean, that's just four points right there, baby. I mean, you just, that just that came out of nowhere.
0: I'm doing doing your job for you. But reclaiming yeah. too. I like
1: the word reclaiming. That's good. That'll 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 go well with the millennial gen, right? there. Maybe
0: it's not my first rodeo, man, in, in evangelicalism. I've I've been around for a while in, this in stuff. selling schlock to Christians. <laughs> exactly. Selling crap to Christians. Oh boys. Speaking of, we should uh we, we should probably go. Piper has more crap to sell to Christians and um I, I have stuff to do here on my end, and and we're probably keeping Ron from something. He may have had to move some some coffee appointments with dudes around rest.
1: Just to keep me from additional rest from I'm reclaiming evangelical yeah.
0: stewardship of time. How are you feeling? Are you feeling tangibly recharged by this retreat? Is um, it what it's supposed to do? Is it delivering on that level? You know what, boys? I'll I'll
1: riff on that next time because I actually have some thoughts on that. But really. Yeah, it, getting there is
0: there a I I just want to i want to lean into this for a minute is there a law of diminishing returns in effect where wherein the retreat is not as restful as it once was yeah there's you're gonna have to address that
1: there has there has been for me for sure yeah what do you do about that i i'm working it out i'm working it out there's
2: there's also a law of like the Feeling like you have to pack in your rest before you go back to the stress, and so oh, there's, like, pressure. there's you feel, pressure. Yeah, you feel an sure. obligation yeah. to relax, which is exactly how
0: relaxation works best.
1: It's called obligatory rest. In fact, I might just name my book "Or
0: Obligatory oh, Rest." Wow, That that's that's got legs. That one needs to be well, workshopped a little bit, but it's it's a good concept, or, folks. This has been three affluent white men complaining about our vacations. Um, that's good radio. That's that's gonna sell. Um, oh, boys, it's selling. I, say what? It's selling. Yeah, selling. I think we have. Uh, I think we have wandered to and fro throughout these topics. I think it's safe to say. Um, I've enjoyed it, Ronald. Don't work too hard on your vacation. Uh, and until next time, girl, wash your face. The Happy Rant is brought to you
2: by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast.